You're listening to Miscast, episode 11, Something About Horses. I'm your host, Jonathan Crummett, and with me today is Erica Noble, one of our princesses from the metagame. Hello. Coming up at MizCon 26, a a fairy tale. So thank you for jumping in and uh, helping me get this next episode out this morning. You're welcome. Everybody, uh, our stand-ins, Cthulhu, Bob, Justin, are all really busy, mostly with actual work, but also with the convention itself, and I figured we needed to get one more episode out there really quick, so thanks for hopping in here. Yeah, no problem. So you're one of our princesses for a metagame. Yes. Are you excited for that? I am so excited for this. You have no idea. <laughs> What's your princess name? Uh, I still don't have one. You don't have one yet? No. Um, I was thinking probably just my badge name. I was going to so, say, because like, if, if you didn't have one, what is it that I just uh, submitted to the registration last week? <laughs> I have no idea. Whatever you sent in your email. It was probably email. my badge name, so Iki. All right. So for now, you'll be you'll be Princess Iki. I'm sure you'll just get a bunch of, hey, you, Princess, let me ask you a question. Probably. During the, the convention. So what the metagame is about, if you saw the closing ceremonies at last year's MizCon, there is a trailer, movie trailer, about... A princess being bewitched and uh, whisked away, spirited away to this MizCon by an evil duke. And it is up to the con-goers to find out uh, which princess is the one that's been bewitched and help her remember so that we can get back and restore balance to Fairytalandia or something like that. Anyway, so we'll have a bunch of uh, potential princesses that people who decide to play, it's completely optional, will ask questions to, Erica being one of them. Yep. Don't be so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Drink more of your coffee. And as you find out this information, uh, you will report it back to me and perhaps other people. I don't know. We can't have it completely figured it out. And score points. Score points for who? Score points for your faction that you've decided to represent. So if you've been following on Facebook, we've released uh, the names of the four factions. They are the Woodcutter Society. The Order of Sleeping Princesses, the Circle of Cauldron and Wand, and the last one is the Creatures of Questionable Existence, which for some reason to me, Donkey from Shrek always comes to mind. You know, that is a creature of questionable existence. Yes. I would agree with you on so that. So if you're a talking donkey, that might be the faction for you. Uh, if you're looking, if you've seen the um, the little logos for them, and you're kind of wondering what the Creatures one is... It's supposed to, if you haven't figured it out, I'm assuming most people have, um, it's supposed to be like the monolith from Stonehenge. For the longest time, I had a hard time coming up with, you know, what does a creature's logo look like? And then Bill, our secretary, finally suggested, why don't you make it Stonehenge? And I was like, that works. We'll do that. So are there any panels that you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking, actually looking forward to seeing your Japanese fairy tale panel. Um, I think that'll be really fun. I love... Going, I love listening to stories. So any panel about stories that are going to be read, I will probably be in those. Um, and then also, if it's okay, I'm going to use this time to kind of to kind of pimp my own panel out there. Oh, I was going to ask you later anyway, but go ahead. Okay. Um, on Sunday, I believe at four, um, I am helping out with a panel with a wonderful woman named Carol Kaler, and we are doing. Uh, basic costuming that you can do with or without a sewing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Vagabond Creations. Uh, we're going to be doing like cloaks, dice bags. Um, I think we have quick and easy fairy skirts for girls. And we're still trying to figure out if we want to cut out the pieces for everybody to um, just 
teach people how to make quick and easy peasant tops because it doesn't take a lot of sewing. So That sounds like it would be a good one. Yeah. Are you going to teach how to make uh, bracers? Because I feel like I, I wanted a pair of bracers to wear when I sat in the Iron Throne, but um, I never got around to getting any. You know, I, I don't know <laughs> because Carol has been coming to me with some very strange ideas. Um, she did come up with a slight bracer idea with uh, plastic bottles. And making scales out of them. She's a really, really hmm. creative woman. That sounds like it could be so interesting. So we may or may not have that. It's kind of up in the air. Magic bracers of Mountain Dew. The magic bracers of Mountain Dew. <laughs> they will get you through anything. Yeah, you mentioned the Japanese fairy tale one. I've got kind of two ways I'm thinking about going with it for my portion. Anyway, I've never actually been on a panel like this, so I don't really know what I'm doing. So don't get your hopes up. Um... Anyway, I've got a couple ideas of things that I could do for it, but I haven't decided which way to go with it yet, and I should probably hurry up and pick one here pretty soon. Uh, one of the panels I'm really looking forward to is uh, George R. R. Martin's reading from Winds of Winter. Is that going to be an indoor or an outdoor reading? I don't know for certain. I haven't looked it up yet. I was just kind of, you know, popped in my head when I was asking you, and um, I assume it might be an outdoor one if it's going to, the weather's permitting. Because I think we can just kind of get more people around. Looking forward to a lot of the games that are going to be going on, though. Um, especially the metagame, for sure. But I also love playing board games and stuff. So it's going to be really fun to see what different games people bring this year to come and play. I imagine when we uh, gave this con its theme, immediately popped into my mind is that everybody's going to be running Grim. I haven't seen anything about it. Maybe I'm just not paying attention enough to the... To the gaming schedule or whatever I looked at it but I haven't heard much about Grimm I would really like to try Grimm I've never played Grimm I've heard a bit about Grimm I've heard a bit about Grimm but I've never played it so if someone brings it I might be zipping into there and begging or just asking if I can listen yeah it sounds really good Justin Farrington run Grimm if Do you it. know how and let's also not forget that Kenneth Height's gonna be there so I don't think he's on the schedule either but maybe we can talk him into running some Day After Ragnarok at some point. Yeah, I hope I get to play a few games. I'm also doing a panel on board gaming, too, and all I can think about that one is maybe I'm going to talk about the great chasm that uh, exists between uh, Euro gamers and Ameritrashers. That sounds harsh. Yeah. That sounds really harsh. It's probably not, but <laughs> it gets debated a lot online and more, most likely just silly. So uh, we owe you a trivia question. Trivia question number six for... Our MizCon Everything But the Hotel Room giveaway extravaganza to win your free pass for the weekend. Dice set, t-shirt, writer's workshop anthology, signed posters, and whatever else we're throwing into there. Question number six of six is... Usually I have my guests read this one, but this one has uh, like a special uh, significance to me. So I'm going to jump in and take it this time if you don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> so number six and. Normally, these are multiple choice ones, and we've just been leaving off the multiple choices because we figured that if you're listening to this, you have Google nearby, and you can just Google the answers. But I guess this one we're going to have to give the uh, the choices to because of the nature of the question. So number six, which of the following is not a name of the manifestation of the Cthulhu mythos god Narlathotep? Is it A, the hunter in the dark, B, the Crawling Chaos, C, Yog sothoth or D, The Black Pharaoh. Yeah, I guess we needed to give those answers because if not, somebody could be like, Norm MacDonald is not an incarnation no. of Narlathotep or something like that. That's a hard question. Be, right. 
That's a good one. Yeah, so I took that one because in the last episode, Cthulhu Bob decided to give me or put out a bunch of suggestions for Cthulhu Mythos nickname for myself, and I was campaigning for Krumlathotep. And as of right now, it's tied with a whole whopping two votes to Krumlathotep and two votes for Jonathagwa. And no votes. Absolutely zero. None. Nada. Zilch. For Jonathan Shortcake. Justin. Justin Barbadol. So, I guess we're going to have to wait it out a little bit longer until we get a tiebreaker. Yeah. So anyway, that was question six. The other five questions exist in previous podcasts. Answer all six questions. Uh, email your answers to miscast at miscon.org for your chance to win a free pass and everything else that we're giving away to MissCon 26, a fairy tale. Which is very good this year, considering that pre-reg is closed, and uh, you guys are almost out of a lot of passes, aren't you? Yeah, I think that we have like fi- over 500 passes so- uh, sold already. We're capping it at 1,000. There's going to be a lot of people there, so... Get on those questions. Yeah, getting in free would be great. Come see George R. R. Martin and come see The Iron Throne, which just arrived last Sunday. There's a video about it on uh, Facebook if you haven't seen that yet on MissCon's Facebook page. It's also on YouTube and uh, may have been shared around some other places. But The Iron Throne has arrived. You will have a chance to sit on it at MizCon. Or as we say, we'll have a chance to seize it. Oh yeah, you can get your picture taken on it. Like we do in every episode of Ms. Cast, we talk about movies of the corresponding year of that MizCon. So we're on episode 11, which means we're up to year 1996, which puts you at a whole whopping six years old. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember any movies from when you were six years old? Um, I actually remember a little bit of Independence Day and definitely Mars Attacks. And definitely Mars Attacks. Yeah. What were your thoughts on Mars Attacks? Well, considering I was six at the time, I thought it was the strangest thing I'd ever seen. Um, it was the first movie that uh, my parents, that was more of a live action, more geared towards an older crowd that my parents had let me see. So when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm really cool. And then now I go back and watch it. I'm like, what were my parents thinking? That one had a huge class. Or class. That one had a huge cast like Jack Nicholson and Glenn Close and Pierce Brosnan and Danny DeVito, Martin Short, uh, Michael J. Fox and you know a whole lots of other people. Like, how do they get all these people to do that movie I wonder because I just remember seeing the previews to it and I, I wasn't that young then so I kind of remember it a bit better but uh, seeing the previews to it and seeing all these names and then just seeing what the movie looked like I'm just like huh how do they owe Tim Burton a favor or something like that? that? That's what I was thinking. Did they lose a lot of money to him at poker? That's what I was that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, Tim Burton's on this. And like now he's a lot more well known, a lot more pronounced than he was back then. But how on earth he got such a large cast, I I don't know. Especially people who were really big names back mm-hmm. in ninety six. You also mentioned that year was Independence Day. I think now people kind of look back at that and think it's not that great of a movie, but I saw it on when it came when it opened, and I remember when they blew up the White House, the everybody cheered. Uh, Island of Doctor Moreau that w- it was that year, which was kind of disappointing. Star Trek: First Contact, possibly one of the best TNG cast of the Star Trek. You don't remember that one? I don't remember that one. <laughs> You're not a big I, Trekkie. I'm not a very big Trekkie. No. I remember when they were um. In it, they uh, the Borg come through, go back in time, they start attacking Montana. 
right around, uh, I assume around Great Falls, where our Sandbaggers Game Club is, is from, because that's where all the nukes are. And in the thing, uh, Zephyrin Cockburn was turning a nuke into a warp ship or whatever. So, you know, the Borg were going back to prevent this. So when they said that the other, they're uh, attacking Montana, I was like, yay, Montana! <laughs> we're in a movie! So that's all we have for Miscast episode 11. We just basically wanted an excuse to get you that sixth question out there right away so you have time to answer it. Because MizCon 26, A Fairy Tale, is only a little over a week away. We look forward to seeing you all there. Come check out MizCast as we record it live with Bob Davis, or better known as Cass McGann's husband. And we'll see you in episode 12.